0: Welcome back to Officially Unofficial. I'm your host, the former face of junior college baseball, the fall American, Johnny Junta. And there's no other words to describe this podcast episode. We are here with two Michigan men who lived out my dream as a child. I'm going to start them right here. First guest we have is a reoccurring guest. He's my boy. Hit a ton of nukes last year for the Atlanta Braves. It's my boy, Drew Lugbauer. What's up, Drew?
1: What's up, brother? Thanks for having me back on.
0: And the next guest we have, I mean doesn't need that much of an introduction either he was absolutely mashing last year for my michigan wolverines he's handsome he's yoked he's fast he'll hit bombs like it's his day job it's also my new boy jordan wogu what is up jordan nothing
2: much man i'm excited to be here
0: and you know what i also forgot to mention with jordan over here i forgot to mention a little bit of a humble brag this guy was just drafted last week third round by the chicago cubs is that good you telling me is that good so, congrats on that. I want to be the first Thank to congratulate you on that. Thank you. So, yeah, like I said, boys, this is this is going to be different because I've never done a dual guest episode, so we're just breaking rules over here. We're looking good. So, I respect it. So, anyways, I wanted to start it off with you, Drew. What have you been doing in this quarantine? You've been golfing, playing caught as you didn't add me back. People don't forget that. But what have you been doing?
1: Well, first, I haven't seen an invite, so I, I can't <laughs> say I didn't add you back, but – Uh, Yeah, I've been playing Cod, been trying to golf, Uh, can't really find my swimming, so it's, you know, not looking too good, but, um, you know, trying to stay as ready as I can, I know, like, uh, yesterday or two days ago, they came out with, you know, tell us where and when, and there's still nothing going on, so, you know, just still trying to stay ready, because, you know, you never know, something could happen right away, and you gotta be ready to go, so, uh, I've been working out, trying to get out on the field as much as I can, and, you know, staying ready
0: and this, this may be kind of, um, I don't know, me me being selfish, but I kind, I'm kind i not hoping there's no minor league season. But a part of me is like, hopefully they don't play a minor league season so I can visit all my guys in the U.S. But that's besides the fact, man. Jordan, I wanted to talk about you here because I have a little – what we do on this podcast is we pump our guest tires, as I had to describe to Drew. We little hype you up a little bit. <laughs> you were a walk-on at the University of Michigan, and you ended up just absolutely putting pitchers in your back pocket Embarrassing pitchers in the Big Ten. So let's talk about that for a second. You were a walk on in the you were a walk on at the University of Michigan. Describe what went into that decision to just say, you know what, I'm going to go in there and take someone with a scholarships job.
2: Uh, I guess it wasn't that simple. I I'd always wanted to go to Michigan. Um, I had two academic scholarships for Michigan, and I told Coach Baggage that, so he knew that I didn't need money from him or anything. Like I wanted to come here anyway, so he. Gave me that chance, kind of let me prove myself. Um, I guess the fall was really what kind of what motivated me. Uh, kind of being like the worst player on the team. And, and like, <laughs> I mean, it's just if you feel like like shitty, and or I don't know if I can swear on your podcast. <laughs>
0: no, you can swear. We say we, we we like to let it let it go here.
2: Yeah, like I mean, you feel shitty, and like that fall really motivated me to kind of get my uh, kind of get things going and. I Over the, that winter break and being from Ann Arbor, I got to use all the facilities and stay in the weight room and I used that winter break thing and really helped me uh, before preseason to kind of stay on the roster and kind of fight for that spot when I came to midseason.
0: Okay, and I wanted to talk about Drew for a second, just based off of your perspective on Drew. Was <laughs> Drew kind of like an urban legend at the University of Michigan? Like are people telling stories like, see that see that brick wall in left field? Drew put a ball over there into the softball field, almost killed a softball girl. Is there stories about Drew at there, the University of Michigan a little bit?
2: I mean, I don't know about like the whole university, but the baseball team, I've heard stories about <laughs> the batters eye. I didn't hear anything about the brick wall, but
1: yeah, Pepper. the brick wall. I don't know, about – that's that's way
0: in left field, man. That's not my. That's yeah, not my I heard about the
2: batter's eye. He put it over, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so care to discuss what happened with the batter's eye, there, Drew? I want to hear it. I want to hear the story now.
2: Went
1: over.
0: <laughs> uh no. <laughs> uh yeah.
1: I mean, I just uh. Hit one over the batters. Eye. I can't really. I don't really know what else to say.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay. Now, 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 I look like a clown on the podcast. Who was it against? Like, describe. Be uh, be like an author to me. Let's hear what happened. So it was against
1: Oklahoma, and we were we were playing really well. That was it was like Easter break, my junior year, not Easter break, but Easter Easter weekend, and um, we were we were playing really well. Everything was going. I remember we had a couple guys on, and I got a. Fastball, like kind of middle away, of and just put a really good swing on it. Um, and that whole weekend, I mean, we were we were playing light. We swept them. We were playing lights out. It was it was a fun weekend. I can't. I and actually, I'll say this:
2: I was actually there on the Sunday.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, we got a little fan. Oh, we got a little fan. Of is <laughs> is that what made you commit to Michigan? Where you're like, I want to be like this. I want to put a ball over the batter's eye. Uh, I
2: don't think it was
0: a Sunday game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, it was exciting to see that kind of thing. It swept Oklahoma. Yeah.
0: I love the humble brag here from Drew. Eh? He's just like, yeah, so we were facing Oklahoma. Ever heard of them? Ever heard of Kyler Murray? Yeah, I put a ball over the <laughs> batter's eye against Oklahoma. And and little known fact here. Everyone can say we got two pr- pr- projectable big leaguers in the chat. I have the highest batting average at the University of Michigan. I'm a career 500 hitter. I'm one for two with a single <laughs> up the middle. So really? just – I I mean, I'm not gonna pump my own tires here, but I don't. I, all I have to say is we got a little bit of athleticism going on in this chat. That's all I'm gonna say, man. And, right. and I didn't get recruited. So can you guys care to discuss why I didn't get recruited? Was is there something? Am I too short? What's going on here with me? You can speak on this one, Drew, because you've seen my video of me fielding ground balls and stuff. That's not even.
1: Well, I just you're just not coach back. It's tight. You know, uh, <laughs> that's all. That's all. Really, I gotta say. Um, you no, know, just not you're just not there you're just not there you're, you're you're more practice i mean you're doing you're doing the crow hops into the fence you're doing your all that kind of stuff so you know maybe down the road but you got to you got to get in the weight room a little bit too
0: and coach i mean i've said this time and time again on the podcast i have 2 years of eligibility left i went to juco 2 years i believe career 186 hitter with 3 nukes whatever i average a couple nukes every 10 at bats it's whatever, though. So all I'm saying is here, Jordan, uh, there's some projectability in this podcast, host, and uh, maybe you could put in a good word to the University of Michigan. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll walk on, become like you, get drafted third round. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I, and you said you had academic scholarships here. Another humble brag from Jordan over here. Yeah, I'm nasty at baseball, and I'm good academically. So what, what was the academic <laughs> scholarship for? What, what, what were you studying at Michigan?
2: Uh, for engineering, computer science engineering. <laughs>
0: The, look at Drew's face because <laughs> Drew knows this. Drew, Drew was probably studying. I mean, uh, health studies at university or arts at university. Well, uh, Drew, what were you studying?
1: Uh, I was a general stud.
0: Come on. <laughs> you uh, love. We love that man. That's that's the athlete <laughs> trait. So is is engineering at Michigan like top ten in the nation? I'm not. I'm not good with that.
2: Yeah, it's like top five. <laughs>
0: that's good so how hard was it for you to kind of balance first of all baseball and then you had to balance being an engineering student
2: uh it was just it was really hard i mean you, you had to sacrifice some stuff but it was doable i just had to take a little light a lot less credits than some of my other um, peers so like I, I need three semesters to graduate and a lot of them have two
0: Okay. So that's cool. I mean, and Jordan, you don't know this, but you and I technically have a friendship before this podcast. You don't know it though. So what happened was last year, the university of Michigan played Michigan state football. And I believe the baseball team got presented there. So technically I was about 30, 40 rows up. I saw you. Technically you and I have a little bit of a predetermined friendship before this podcast. So we've been friends since about November of 2019. I just wanted to put that on the record also. So when you're on the field of the big house, how cool is that to kind of see all the fans? I was a little bit intoxicated, I'll be honest. Hand up. What was yep. it like to see all the fans there and stuff? Just the crazy big house atmosphere.
2: Uh, it was just really – it was cool. Um, get to experience with the football team experiences. Um, but I, I think – I thought that full-time was really rewarding just because I was like – their whole like honoring of Team One Fifty Three, so like that whole experience was really cool.
0: No, it, it was honestly unreal, and to be and Michigan baseball doesn't get talked about enough. And I told this to Drew. Michigan's a baseball school. I mean, I'll be honest to you, Michigan. Based off how the football team's been playing, Michigan is a hundred percent now a baseball school. And this is a question I wanted to ask to Drew and you. This is a little two parter. Me being smart here, a little JUCO brain. What position would you be, Drew? If you were both of you, actually, what position would you be if you were on the University of Michigan football team? Liber.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, 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 me, I'm not. I couldn't. I'm not fast enough to play, you know, receiver or any of those. So, you know, maybe, maybe throw me at tight end. I got to put on like 40, 50 more pounds. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I think tight end. Maybe I played tight end in Pop Warner, so I, I could say that. So what did you say, Jordan? What would you be?
0: A viper.
2: Like a, so a Michigan, Michigan position. A bandit. It's
1: like, a, it's like a, a made up, you know, Khaliq. Uh, you don't know him, but Khaliq Hudson played it. Number seven at uh, Michigan.
0: Okay. And, and Drew, this is a question for you, obviously. What, what's like a piece of advice you can give to Jordan after getting drafted? I mean, pretty high. And he has to enter the minor leagues. What's the biggest piece of advice you can give him from going to the University of Michigan where he's living lavish, living the dream, to the miners, where he's grinding.
1: Yeah, I mean, you kind of said it. Um, uh, I mean, Jordan knows we had access to pretty much everything at Michigan, like, you know, yeah. food, uh, you know, I, I, an amazing locker room. And then you go play in, um, I don't know, Bristol, Bristol, Tennessee, or wherever it was, and there's chicken wire for the lockers, and, you know, it's all crappy. So, I mean, the biggest advice is to just, you know, keep working and, don't really get caught up in, you know, kind of the facilities, I guess, because you're coming from Michigan where nobody in the country had what we have, And then you're going down to pretty much literally nothing. So it's a it's a it's a pretty big adjustment from that point. But you're honestly just playing baseball. So in the end, it's kind of just the same game, just not getting treated as well.
0: And I, I always say this to the guys that are getting drafted this year. Um, the biggest the thing that's going to be weird for you is is like you're not going to kind of have that ability to be thrown into the fire in the minor leagues right off the bat. I mean, you kind of ha- you you kind of got that got this time now to train and become more of a dog and just go into the minors and just fly through the fly fly through the system. Did you know you were going to go or like in the third round this year, or were you projected a little bit a little bit lower or sooner in the draft?
2: Uh, I news right around round three um i mean you hear different things some guys have me like not even getting drafted some have me right around round three so like i mean you never know what i kind of expect it to be
0: okay that's weird because I, ha- I had you top 10 on my on my uh, draft board it was, <laughs> it, you kind of slipped on my draft board i had you draw i had you top 10 but like i said not being biased but i wanted to also talk about michigan here i mean you guys, this year, if you're looking back on it right now, I mean, I believe, I could be wrong. Like I said, I'm usually wrong. Your three top pitchers were drafted, right? Your three top hitters were drafted. So what was it like being on a team where you're literally surrounded by freaks of nature and just everyone is just disgusting at baseball? Um, It's a good question. Eh? There it is. I, I, I stumped him a little bit. Let's let, Let's hear the answer.
2: I mean, it it didn't really feel like that at the time. It's just like you're just playing with your boys. Uh, now that I think about it, to make it to the World <laughs> Series, we must have had a lot of talent, and we did. And I guess the draft what, just kind of shows that. But
0: and what was that World Se- World? What was that college World Series atmosphere like? Because it was in Nebraska, which is where I went to school, not the University of Nebraska, but Cook Community College, obviously. So, what was that atmosphere like at the College World Series, where people like just mangled? Was the pat? Was the fans just? unreal that whole that whole time
2: yeah uh unreal amount of support and like the michigan the amount of michigan fans that made it to Omaha was ridiculous like we saw a lot of alumni like michigan baseball alumni uh literally just walking down the street we were in our polos just we'd get at least like 15 go blues on the way back to our hotel like it was just ridiculous I, I
1: was getting boom. i was getting some serious like like obviously I was so happy for you guys, but a little part of me was so jealous that I didn't get to experience that. I was watching yeah. it in my hotel room and some in somewhere in Florida. And I was just, you know, like in my core, I was like, I want to be there so bad, you know? Like Yeah. I mean, it, just watching you guys, like you said, you kind of were just playing with your boys and that's how I felt when I was at Michigan as well. But like, just watching you guys was like, you guys just were unstoppable. Everything clicked. And it was just, it was so fun to watch it. It was, it was it was awesome.
0: And Drew, I mean, you just you just hate to see it. The guy leaves Michigan. <laughs> he puts balls over batters' eyes. Next thing you know, he's in some Motel Six in Bradenton, Florida, and yeah. the yeah. University of Michigan yeah. is in Omaha, just living the dream, man. I mean, how 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 tough was that for you drew like like you said a little part of you was like what like what's going on here like why why was I why didn't I get to experience this was part of you wishing I mean maybe they'll send me a ring if they win a championship (laughs) here uh no I knew that
1: wasn't gonna happen but I mean I was just I I say I was jealous obviously anyone would want to be in that situation but uh the biggest thing I felt was you know like pride and happiness for those guys and I knew a few of the guys on the team and played with them and when they were freshmen and um obviously all the coaches there so I was just so happy for all of them and you know the program in general just moving in the right direction so
0: it yeah you you are right on that man it's like I couldn't even imagine, like for instance my juco team like my sophomore year I believe we went 12 and 45 and I was a part of that. I, I, I was a key part of that. Like I'd be the impact player that I'm, I made a pretty good amount of errors at first base, which is literally impo- Like, Take this in. How can you make an error at first base? I used to get errors for people making overthrows. They would just give me the error, say, Let, let's get this guy to a D one. Let's just hand the air, hand the air over to Johnny. Cause he's done. It's just incredible. What goes on here. And I want to talk about atmospheres. Cause obviously I've never played in front of a, fans over <laughs> over 10 fans in my life so what was the craziest atmosphere that both of you played at during your big 10 tenure like where you're like i gotta keep my composure here before i just look in the crowd and go bananas yeah, and you can't say the world series jordan that's, that's not fair cute. i'm saying a big 10 atmo. Um uh
2: either texas tech at their place or we played in nebraska in the big 10 tournament and they had they literally had fifteen thousand of their fans, and we had like a thirty people yeah. parent section.
1: Yeah, Nebraska, Nebraska shows out. We we I played Nebraska my freshman year, and there that place was packed. That was a that was a go. like uh, just, like, non- like we pulled in so to take BP. Like we when we, we, we got to the field, and the whole the whole parking lot was crowded, and everyone was tailgating and stuff. It was actually pretty sick, but I mean, we didn't play well that series at all. But it was a really
0: cool atmosphere. And and there's a cool video here. And I might have to post this on the officially unofficial account. There's a video of Drew, I believe it was against Ohio State. I think we talked about this on your episode. Of you just launching a baseball into orbit, just humbly running around the base. Do you remember that? <laughs> uh where at uh at T D Ameritrade? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, what? And this is for both of you guys. When you guys hit a bomb against, like, a nasty Big Ten team, is part of you in your head saying, I am disgusting at the game of baseball? You can be honest. This is the honest part. This is the trust circle. I'll let you answer first, Drew. Is, is a little part of you saying, I'm a dog?
1: Uh, I mean, it's kind of just like, no, not really. You're not You don't hit it and you're like, I'm a dog. You're kind of just like, it's more like in the moment kind of thing. Like, you hit it against Ohio State, it's like, Let's go, like, okay. you know, especially if you're strugg- – like, we struggled against them that year. And uh, I remember I hit that home run. It was kind of like, all right, let's 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 go win this game kind of thing. Um, and it's against Ohio State, so it's kind of like a bigger moment. But um, I don't know. Not really, like, oh, I'm a dog. I just hit one off Ohio State. Like, that shit just
0: happens, you know. What about you, Jordan? Is a little part of you saying I'm a freak at baseball? Because I, I always said well, like, that when I hit a bomb.
2: Well, it's like what Drew was saying, like, all right, like let's go. Like let's win this game. It's also like like I'm usually in my head like fuck you guys.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I right, so in my head I'm like, fuck, fuck all. Yeah.
0: And I, I hate Ohio State as much as the next guy, man. And yeah. to, and to be honest, I've pimped I've pimped home runs off of no-name teams in Nebraska. Like there's a like I hit a ball. I, there's a funny story. I didn't play in two, I didn't play for 2 weeks and my coach throws me into the fire against this guy committed to a D1 and he's throwing like 92. We'll say 92 is probably 86. We're going to say 92 to pump my tires a little bit. He's throwing 92. And I launch a ball over the horse stables in left field, and I threw my bat almost over the dugout. And I, and, and I guarantee you this team looked at my stats after the game and said, we just got pimped on from a guy that was hitting 154. So have you guys ever pimped a home run where it's like, I sh- maybe shouldn't have done that?
2: I've never pimped.
1: Mm-hmm. I think so. You know, I think I, I think I did it this past year. I, I, we were down a couple runs. It was like the ninth inning, and I hit one, and I, I started to watch it, and I was like, ah, I should probably run. Not not even worth it. <laughs> like you know, it's just <laughs> one of those where you're like, ah. it wasn't like a pimp job, but it was like you hit it and you watch it, but it's just like just just put your head down and run. You're down like
0: five. It doesn't matter. You've never pimped a home run, Jordan.
2: I've pimped one off of one of my teammates in his inter squad.
0: Dude, how awkward is that, man? You hit a bomb off a teammate of the it right in front of his face with no fans? No, no, no. It,
2: was, it was my roommate. Like, it was it's funny. Okay.
0: No, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, shout and him I'm, out. I'm, shout him out. Let, 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 who? What, what? What? was the story here? I mean, you just hit. A, was it a nuke or was it like a, a like a wall scraper? A, it was a nuke. Okay, and and we're <laughs> since, since,
2: and I still bring it up to and,
0: him. <laughs> he's he's gonna get at the twenty five year anniversary of the University of Michigan to say, man, oh. you remember that bomb Jordan hit off you? After sure was but, it?
2: I I sh- I send him the video like every other week.
0: <laughs> Who was it?
2: Isaiah Page. Oh.
1: <laughs> okay, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I the, if, there's nothing. There's nothing more heated than an inter-squad game, you know, especially I mean, especially the USC <laughs> u- scrimmages. Those get those get tense, man.
0: What's those an u- what's an U-C scrimmage? What what team? would and also say what team I'd be on an on USC scrimmage? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. I don't know. You'd you'd probably be charting in the back, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Usti is the Oosterbahn. It's the the football field house, and obviously when there's a foot of snow on the ground, we can't go out on the field. So we we scrimmage inside there, like a makeshift makeshift field. and um, You know, you hit a ball, you hit a pop-up, and it could be like a pop-up to second base, but whoever hits it, like, yep, that's a home run. That's a huge argument about if it was a home run or not, and yeah.
0: No, that I mean, that sounds incredible. And like you said, and like I've said multiple times in this podcast, if I went to a D one, I'd be the morale guy. I'd never play. I'd just be, like I said, I'd be <laughs> in the locker room just getting going. I'd probably show up hungover Do to that. most of the games. And Jordan, you can attest to this. I mean, but like I said before this, before this, I, like I said, I genuinely thought you hated me the way we were texting. But now we're boys, right? I mean, we're boys now. Like I said, I'm a morale guy. I grow on you, right? Yeah, it, it 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 is, man. I'm like, and it just sucks that you guys aren't on the same org because I have boys on the Braves and I have boys on the Cubs. Humble brag. So I wanted to talk about when you got drafted by the Cubs. Did you kind of know going into that third round, like I'm gonna kind of go in that range that the, the Cubs are gonna t- are gonna pick me here?
2: I didn't know if the Cubs, but I knew the range that I was looking for. I started right at like 75 to like 100, low 100. So I got I couldn't even... Okay. I stopped no. watching you like, 70. I, like, was, like... Hyper, like, I was so nervous. I was, like, texting my <laughs> guys, like, anything, anything, anything. Like,
0: <laughs> and, and the thing is that's just incredible about the draft is is it, all the rounds this year were kind of on TV. So did, did you kind of catch what they said about you on TV? And I didn't. I, I Like I said, I didn't see what they said about you because I wasn't tuned in. I was probably golfing, shooting a 104 somewhere. But what were they saying... When when they saw the pick of you, were they kind of were they uh, chirping you or were they on your side here? Were they saying great pick?
2: Uh, I wasn't really watching. I know they showed a bunt for the first. Like, <laughs> 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 no
0: way.
2: Yeah, there's I lay a bunt. It was <laughs> it safe? Oh my
0: it, yeah, they showed a sick bun. And there, there's a your your future teammate, um, Ryan Jensen, I, I don't know if you know him. He he was first rounder last year by the Cubs. He gets drafted in the first round, and on the major league network, they are just roasting him on TV. They're literally saying, like, we had this guy going 110th overall. I have no idea why he went 27th. So do you do you kind of listen to that kind of stuff or do you look at the draft rankings before? Like, I can say that for both of you, but when you were both going into the draft, were you ever tuning into the draft rankings or reading stuff on you guys
2: uh honestly i was I at least some stuff uh i can't help to be like curious like you, your advisors kind of tell you stuff but i'm also curious like but like also like i don't let it like affect me like i know it, wouldn't, it doesn't matter
1: what about you drew oh yeah i mean it's kind of hard to avoid it sometimes because you get tagged and stuff and uh you know you just you know it's just kind of part of your life but like Jordan said, I mean, it, it's really just like some of it's just some dude in their basement writing an article, you know, it's like they, they, they've never played baseball before, so you kind of just got to, you know, not let it affect you and kind of, you know, know your own abilities, basically.
0: And here's the first, actually. I think that's the first ever time we've had a guest receive a phone call on, on in the middle of it. He's on mute now. This guy's incredible. You, this guy's amazing. This guy, he, just, he gets a phone call. He's on mute. It's, it's, it's inc- I, that, this is why this guy's a stay-at-home guy. He's just honest, true to his roots, put it on mute. I respect that, Jordan. I mean, that's why you were ranked top 10 on my draft board. That's why you were top 10, man, just based off of that. And I want to talk about the – and we're, we're going to ask Drew first. I don't know if I asked this to Drew um, when I had him on the podcast. Drew, what was the dumbest purchase you made with your signing bonus? And what's the piece of advice you can give to Jordan about receiving this massive chunk of change he's gonna be getting?
1: Um, I I just bought my car and then I I put all the money away. I didn't buy anything crazy. I I, I I'm happy. I don't have a story where I can just be like shit, I, I, I messed up there. I, I shouldn't have spent money there. I, uh, I I saved a lot of it, bought my car and and, and didn't touch it, so
0: Okay, no, and and I'm going to break some news here because most people listening to this don't have a clue. Jordan will be receiving, and this is the slot value. Like I said, if your agent's good, Jordan will be receiving, and we're not going to talk about another man's money. 678K slot value is that good little chunk of change in the bank account for our boy Jordan. You just love to see it. You just love to see it from a walk on to that. So, Jordan, so what's one thing in your head that you're kind of thinking of right now that you're going to purchase with this little slot money?
2: I've thought of stuff. Uh, I thought about a car for a while, but I don't think I'm gonna get a car until like two or three years later. So I like, I don't really know. I'll probably just get some like okay. Lulu and, like
1: Nothing just, wrong with that. Okay.
0: actually right. Jordan and this is why I'm such a good guy and this is why we're considered boys now. I have a $60 Lululemon gift card that I'm willing to send you. <laughs> and that that, that, that that like I said we're we're boys now. I do the same thing to Drew. Maybe you guys can split can it 30-30. Yeah, yeah, split Get, it. get yeah. a night Drew could buy I mean with 30 bucks you, so you can, can buy half a, of the leg. I don't think they can <laughs> yeah, get the yeah, yeah, I'll get half a pant. <laughs> I'll be good. Yeah, it just yeah, I mean you just hate to see yeah. it especially <laughs> with lulu but And this is for you, Jordan, because I saw Cole Franklin tweet at you. He's one of my boys. He's a former guest of the show. You can chirp him for this. Cole Franklin. Here's a funny story about Cole Franklin. Cole Franklin, after he got drafted during, I believe it was the Fall League, he flew from Arizona to California in one day to buy a Louis Vuitton tracksuit and flew immediately back on an off day in the (laughs) middle of the Fall League. So that's a little chirp you can kind of say to him is, how's that Louis uh, Vuitton tracksuit treating you? Just, just, just to get you know your teammates a little bit and and this is a, this is a, this is the next question for after the draft here what was your kind of emotions after you got drafted were you just celebrating with all the boys were you celebrating with the fam? what was going on Did you have a little draft party
2: yeah we actually had people over to my house uh, another one of my teammates Jeff Chriswell who uh, got drafted in the second round his family came over then like all the coaches pitch package. and then some of our friends were all together and it was a lot of emotions like when both of us got drafted and everyone was so happy for each other it was really cool and i think the first thing i did was hug my mom obviously so
0: so drew what was spring training like for you this year a guy that just sent baseballs into orbit last year you're feeling a little good you're feeling like the big man on campus you look good in baseball pants you're just buzzing What what was it like for you this year Going into spring training, having a little extra pop in your bat. Um.
1: Well, I mean, it was. Uh, I was ready. I was ready to go. Get ready. Get to work. And uh, I was down there for you know a couple of weeks, and then I, things started getting kind of like you know like iffy around the uh, around the facility, and uh, there was a bunch of meetings about the whole coronavirus, and then the shutdown. It's just like. You know, I, I didn't want to go home. I was feeling good. I was feeling ready to go, and um, I thought it was only going to be like two weeks. So I was like contemplating on just staying down there and doing whatever. But I was advised to come home, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I was, I was, I was excited. I was ready to go, and you know, I worked worked really hard this past off season. So it kind of stinks, but you know, it's nothing you can really do about it.
0: I, re- I respect that. What about you, Jordan? I mean, you got you actually were supposed to play. Uh, my buddy's team, Canisius College, I believe the week after the season got canceled. So what was that like for you to kind of just be your buzzing last year? What was it like for you to kind of just say, Hey man, like season's over, school's canceled, all that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. Like Drew, obviously it was really tough just because we worked so hard in the fall. We do all this stuff kind of expecting to kind of get the reward out of it, which is playing through the season. Um, And I think I really felt mostly for the seniors just because they're, terms they went out on and like although like nca gave eligibility back like they're another year older they a lot of them already have like lined up jobs like it's just kind of like if they really do come back they still got to like so i felt bad for a lot of them um yeah i guess not getting the chance to like go back to omaha or like win a big 10 championship i think that's what kind of hurt me the most Cause that's the one thing i wanted to do before leaving michigan but
0: Oh, could you imagine if you would have went to the College World Series back-to-back years? Drew would have been punching holes in every drywall in his house. He'd be going bananas. Drew, what, what would have been your reaction if it was back-to-back Omaha? Uh, I I probably would have. I don't know.
1: I don't, I don't even know what I what it would have happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, man, it would have been, it would have been, you hate to see it moment. You would have had to hop on, hop on this podcast as a co host until baseball is back just to get your yeah, mind yeah, off yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it would have been a tough, a very tough look for Drew Luckbauer yeah. if Michigan goes to back to back World Series after that. And Jordan, I want to talk about the off field stuff with you at Michigan because, like I said, I'm an off field kind of guy here. We like talk about the off-field stuff. Were you kind of recognized around the school, like as a part of the baseball team or were people kind of saying like, good job last year to you or just like I said, being me pumping your tires while you're around campus?
2: Yeah, no, we definitely had our tires pumped. Like (laughs) I think, I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about this, but like at bars, like we finally got like, to skip the line
1: <laughs> dude at michigan that's a huge step that's a huge step usually it's just football basketball guys but yeah so we kind of uh, got some
2: out, uh yeah. and everyone like even my classes and stuff they'd be like oh like you went to omaha like how was it And stuff like that so i had a lot of repetitive conversations but it was a good experience it was cool
0: Okay, no, and honestly, man, if I would have knew you both before this podcast, if I would have went to Michigan, it's about a five-hour drive for me. I would have just been riding your coattails. I would have just <laughs> been following you guys everywhere. Maybe had to steal a Michigan golf shirt, pretend I'm on the, on the team. And there's one niche of people, and you guys can back me up on this, it, it, or you guys call me an idiot. Uh, when I went to Michigan, the guys that I just despised the most were when I'd go to the bars and I'd see these frat guys that look like they're all just the same human being. Like, they all look like they're the same human being. Was there any fights that you saw at the bar between frat guys and athletes or just frat guys and frat guys being dudes? Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's (laughs) hear it, Jordan. Let's break some news here.
2: All right, well, I'm not going to say who, but someone. Don't
0: say the name. Don't say the name. We're not going to sewer people, but let's just hear the story.
2: I guess someone on the team last year, some frat dude was messing with his girlfriend uh and like everyone's people are drunk obviously and i think he might have pushed her or he pushed uh, the dude away and the guy came back literally with a right hook and like he broke his like he accidentally stepped on his phone and, like a lot of things happened and people started jumping in and it was crazy but.
0: you love to honestly man I just live for those kind of things and i'll I'll hand up to me I'll be the third man in here i'll be the guy that comes from literally nowhere to just throw a right hook at my, at my the guy fighting my boy was part of you saying i want to hop in this but but i can't because it'll be on TMz and my draft stock will drop was part of you saying i can't hop in this
2: <laughs> um yeah <laughs>
0: And I, and I said this to Drew earlier, man. If both of you ever get in trouble, just say I was an accomplice and I I created that, and I, it, it was me who did it. If any of you get in trouble, I'll be the fall guy. I'll be the fall guy for everyone on this podcast. I'll, 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 I'll bite the bullet for my boys here. So just know if any trouble happens to both of you, I'm biting the bullet, especially my boy Drew Lugbauer, who people who can't see this, he's rocking the officially unofficial hoodie right now. Not a big deal, whatever, repping the brand, but – like I said, man, I take the fall for both you guys. And there's a drink, actually. You're talking about a bar. There's a drink, and I think I said this to Drew. I did say yeah, this. Yeah, we Drew. talked
1: about it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is a this drink put me into Neptune. I don't know what's the mind prone. You know what I'm talking about, Jordan? You know what the mind prone is? Probe. Probe. probe probe. Mind probe? Okay. Well, anyways, that drink, can you guys describe to the people what the mind probe is? Because I had like three and it doesn't hit you until like an hour in. And I was just—I thought I was in the Michigan football team. That's how mangled I was. That—that's how—that's how—that's how it did me. It's dangerous. Yeah,
1: It's—you uh, don't know you're drinking until you're—you're you're a lot deep and you're like, oh, well, I just had. <laughs> it's like it's like, it's like a, you're drinking just like
2: a lemonade or
1: something. Yeah, like just a lemonade yeah, drink, lemonade. and you have no idea.
0: And I believe this drink is—they just. Pour every single alcohol on the bar in the drink, and they put like strawberry lemonade. Am I right on that, or am I wrong? Sounds
1: right. Yeah,
0: sounds about right. (laughs) Okay, and what what bar is that, anyways? Because that bar was kind of lit. Like that bar, I was I was having a great time at that bar. Rick's. Uh, Rick's. Okay, so Rick's. If you want to sponsor the pod, I mean, maybe get maybe get a little endorsement deal. I'll skip the line (laughs) once in a while. I mean, we'll see. But like like I said, Rick's. If you want to get it going here, and I want to talk about the class stuff at Michigan here. What. So obviously, being a guy in community college, we had like fifteen to twenty people per class. How big were the classes at Michigan, and how hard was it like to kind of learn there because there's so many people per class?
2: Um, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with it.
1: Yeah, I didn't really. Uh, I didn't really have a problem with it at all. I mean, sometimes if you have a really really big lecture, then you have a like a discussion class, so it's less people, um, and you kind of go over what you guys what you talked about in class, but. Overall, I mean, it honestly wasn't really as bad as, honestly, like going into freshman year. I was like, oh, it's going to be hard to learn with all these, you know, 400, 500 people. But it's really not that bad at all.
0: Okay. No, I I would be horrific at learning in that. I mean, like I said, I'm just a slow learner, not the brightest. I would suck in that. But I I also want to talk about here is both of you guys. I mean, we all kind of grew up in kind of the same climate playing baseball like you're training indoors in the winter and all that kind of stuff how hard was that how hard is that for both of you to kind of get that disadvantage going into school compared to the california kids that get to literally play like 200 games a year and they're playing all year round do you kind of notice that disadvantage that we have compared to those guys
2: yeah Um, i mean i think you notice it uh i think less and less though it's just more of calf I feel like you, you see more Cali guys that are just more developed, and that's just because they have more repetitions and play more. But it kind of just takes double that for a guy who's up here to kind of get there.
0: Okay. No, that's like I I always noticed it because when we we used to go to like Arizona when I was growing up, and I would like see these kids, and I'd be like, if I gotta compare myself to this, I better hang the cleats up now. Because it's game over for me, just compare myself to this, and drew th- this is a question obviously for you here is just being with the Atlanta Braves, an organization that has a ton of outfielders, a ton of pitchers, just a ton of dogs in the system, do you kind of use that as motivation for you to kind of train harder in the off season and tr- try to like get better, get thicker, look a little bit better in baseball pants?
1: um yeah i mean it's it's obviously such a good organization and has talent up and down the you know. Every level, so it's always uh, it's always definitely motivating to know that you're in a you're in a good organization. It's kind of it's kind of credit to yourself as well that you're part of that organization. So um, i you really you don't really try to focus on that too much. Just kind of focus on what you got to do to get better and your specific needs instead of you know I I'm here 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 compared to this person. So, uh, but yeah, I mean to answer your question, it's definitely motivating because you know you're in such a good organization. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, for, for sure. I mean, it just it, it's crazy just looking at that prospect list. And the another team that also has a prospect list, the team that just drafted Jordan. I mean the Cubs. Like, I mean, you got our boy Brennan Davis, who last year got minor league player of the year, is that good. I don't know, you tell me, whatever. But did you when when you get drafted by that system, Jordan? You could be honest here, do you kind of look at the prospect list and kind of see, like, all right, we got a ton of outfielders going here?
2: Um, I haven't yet, but I was planning to.
0: <laughs> so it's all it's on your it's on your to do list. I mean, I mean, when you're going system, you got to learn the boys and all that kind of stuff. And did you get a chance? Like, did you get a chance to speak with management with the Chicago Cubs when you get drafted in the third round, or was it just you just talked to the area scout?
2: Uh, no, I talked to the I talked to scouting director, the director of hitting, um, the trainer just called me actually, so. <laughs>
0: The trainer oh, is called – I mean, that's incredible. I mean, what an what an organization if you have the trainer. The trainer get reaching out to you and all that kind of stuff. And, Drew, and what would you say, Drew, would be the biggest adjustment that you noticed and you can, advice you can give to Jordan from kind of adjusting from Big Ten pitching to minor league pitching?
1: Um, uh, well, I mean, Jordan's such a good hitter, so he's probably seen it already, but it's probably going to be more – you know, more than what he's been seeing, but like the two Oh curve balls, uh, the three, one chain, like all that kind of stuff he's he's going to get that a lot more, obviously he's such a good hitter. So, um, you know, in college you kind of get a few pitches every game to hit and professional baseball that just goes down to maybe one or two that you're going to get and you can't miss, don't miss your mistakes. I mean, I know, you know that, but, um, definitely just the backwards counts and, um, throwing a lot more pitches around the zone rather than college. It's kind of – you got your Friday night guy and then a couple guys out of the bullpen who are, you know, could spot up. Um, but now it's everybody can spot up. So,
0: yeah. Oh, and, and this is a question for both of you guys, and I'll let, I'll let Drew answer first. What would you say was the best game offensively and defensively you had at the University of Michigan, like a dog game, like the game that you're going to tell your grandkids about when you grow up?
1: Um. Uh, a best game. Mm, I don't know, man. I I, yeah. I think I think maybe Bowling Green. Nah, I mean I don't know. Like I've I've mm.
0: you have Bowling so Green, many.
1: I hit, eh? I, hit, I hit, no 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 Bowling <laughs> Green. I hit two pretty pretty far home runs, and those like that was pretty cool. Um. But I think the like the best series I've had was Rutgers. Uh, I mean, we we had a we swept Rutgers one weekend my junior or my sophomore year, and that was that was one of the most fun series I've had at Michigan. I mean, we put we we outscored them by like forty runs. It was stupid. I mean, we we crushed them, and uh, everyone did well that series. So that's up there. I, I, it's kind of hard to pick one just kind of off the top of my head, though.
0: What about you, Jordan?
2: I'm the same way I don't know like I honestly like there's a lot of good games like I never really had like one game that sticks out like wow I really went off this game I guess uh, a series that sticks out was my first series against Bowling Green
0: we both pick Bowling Green <laughs> yeah.
1: is that a team that everyone just shits on does everyone just shit on Bowling Green
0: yes uh, yeah I guess <laughs> What 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 is the team though? What is the team? And you got like this is obviously the, this might this might get a couple of people angry, and it, 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 it might not honestly because you can just look at the standings. What's a team in the Big Ten that like when you see them on your schedule, it's like this is an average booster right here. I'm gonna be buzzing this series. Even Johnny could get ahead against these guys.
2: Michigan, Eastern Michigan.
0: Oh, Eastern <laughs>
1: Michigan. <laughs> I heard Michigan. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, Eastern, uh, if you are you talking just in the Big Ten or are you talking any, anywhere?
0: Well, I mean, we, we could talk about anywhere, but okay, let's start off with the Big Ten. Oh, Big Ten. Big Ten? Rutgers. Rutgers, yeah. Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a funny team that I wish both of you guys faced. I don't know if you guys have heard about this team. I believe they're called St. Peter's. Have you guys heard about this team? No. They've won, They're in New York. They've won seven games in the last six years. So one year they went zero and forty. Like that would have been an average booster. And I'm thinking oh, they're about being,
1: they're in the MAC, right?
0: Yeah, they're in the MAC.
1: Uh, oh, they're way up by Niagara Falls or something, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm thinking about becoming the recruiting coordinator there because I could get guys like Jordan to commit it with <laughs> within five seconds. They would just be they they they'd be yeah. the biggest turnaround season ever.
2: <laughs> and oh Than zero forty.
0: Okay, I respect that. So, and then the next thing I wanted to ask was, we have a couple more left here. The next thing I wanted to ask to both of you is, is what's the most ruthless fan base or the most ruthless thing a fan has ever said to you playing in an p- opposing Big Ten ballpark?
2: I think... I guess this wasn't at a Big Ten ballpark. We were playing Nebraska in the Big Ten tournament, and just, like, the like there is so much... Just anytime you came up to bat, like it was so loud and they would just be yelling and like you'd hear some stuff like, shouldn't you be playing football? Like stuff like that. But like <laughs> it was just so loud and they're chanting, Go big red. Yeah. Like, it was the most intimidating crowd.
1: Dude, see, like yeah, when we played Nebraska, it was it was like that, it was a lot, but um we actually had a guy uh a guy get hurt, Ryan Newtoff. He was pitching and he went out in the stands, like, because he uh, he had, he got hurt, so he had to leave the facility. And all the fans were going up to him, like, hey, man, you pitch great. And this is at Nebraska. So, like, he was like, these are the nicest people in the world.
2: Um, <laughs> uh, we played at TD, like, at Omaha. State. Oh, okay. That the makes America sense. Trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's
1: probably – yeah, it's probably a little bit.
2: Imagine, yeah. like, half of it filled with just yeah. Nebraska fans. Yeah. Like, it was crazy.
1: But, no, I mean, man. Ohio State, they, they were – their fans were kind of, like – I heard, like, out of all the big 10 stadiums we played at, at Ohio State, I heard a lot there. Uh, I don't even remember. I just remember, like, everyone getting chirped.
0: Okay, here's a a question then that we're going to do the opposite of pumping your tires. We're going to try to keep you guys a little humble here. What was the worst, I guess, slide or the biggest slump that both of you had at Michigan where you're like, I honestly don't think – I think I'm going to get cut after this weekend. Like, what's the worst slide of baseball you've ever had? Um, freshman
2: uh, year. Freshman. Uh, freshman year is like the last like eight to ten games. I kind of just choked. Like, didn't produce anything for the team. Like, I probably struck out two or three times a game.
0: It's actually crazy that Jordan's going to say that because I'm pulled up his stats here. Like I said, I'm not a stat guy. This guy hit 349 as freshman year, an 18 year old walk on going into Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. But, and
2: but he's I was putting pictures like, in his back pocket. I was at
0: 380.
2: 380 before the last like eight or 10 games.
0: Okay. What about you, Drew? Was there a slide where you're like, man, I can- baseball looks like a peanut to me right now? Uh, yeah,
1: it was actually my junior year. I had a good first weekend, I remember, and then we went out to California, and it was just terrible. I don't even know what happened. Um, it was like a week straight. It was like a, a spring break. It was just brutal. Um, and then I remember I came back to Ann Arbor, and I, was, I, I made a little tweak, and then I got back on track, but that was definitely... Oh, yeah.
2: like, the back pitch always shows that. What? You your two different slings, and it was like pitch selection or something.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and it was like I wasn't seeing the – I wasn't, I just wasn't, like, seeing the ball. Like, it had nothing to do with my swing. It was just, like, I wasn't literally seeing the ball. I was just
0: swinging. <laughs> it, was, it was it was brutal, honestly. You get used as an example of what not to do? Is that what you just hey. said, Jordan Drews?
2: <laughs> no. Uh, it, they have, like, this uh, technology where they do, like, overlays of different swings. And, like, they show one swing when he was in a slump and one swing when he was, like, really hot. And they're like the same, but like he thought it was. It, was just, it was just, it was, yeah,
0: yeah. It was just, it was just mental pitch and yeah. Okay, so so you so you're saying so, Drew, your swing is so good at Michigan that they use you as an example <laughs> of how good this swing is. So that's what you're saying here. And I mean, you just love to see it. And this is my last question here, because obviously, and, and this actually, no. Before I ask this last question, Jordan, is this the first podcast you've been on? Because I just want to get, I want to get the rights to Jordan here. Is this the first podcast you've been on?
2: No, I went on the prattle a couple weeks ago.
0: Okay, so we're, we're going to say we're going to cut that. We're going to say it's the first podcast <laughs> you've ever been on, and right. we're going to get the exclusive rights here to Jordan. I'm, I'm honestly not going to cut that, but whatever, though. We're just going to say this is the most electric podcast you've been on. But this is the last question here. We got, we got and, and this is a narrative here. We got Jordan taking a call middle of the podcast. But it's all right, Drew, we're going we're going to milk this in here. <laughs> we're going to milk this in here. He put, put it on mute here. So this right. is now, now this has turned into a two-way podcast and you just love to see it. This guy's just getting phone calls, probably a couple fans asking for a signed jock strap or something like that. But Drew, what, what what's the <laughs> what is your offseason been like and how weird is it to kind of be home during this time of the year? Like this is probably the first time you've ever been kind of not playing baseball during this time period. What what have you been I guess what, what's some new activities you've been doing here? You've been reading, watching movies, maybe watching Forrest Gump again.
1: Well, actually I didn't, I didn't fit. I got drafted as a junior, so I still have my senior year. So I, I've been taking some online classes. Um, and that's sucked because I've been in school for a couple of years. So, uh, it's kind of like a, you know, kicking the ass a little bit, but it's been honestly keeping me really busy. So I, I, I honestly really can't complain about the time because it's not like I've been so bored I can't do anything. It's I've been really busy with uh, schoolwork, so it's kind of helped me out a little
0: bit. What what, what classes are you taking?
1: Um, I'm taking two psychology classes and then a films class.
0: Okay. This guy's a little genius here. You just love to see that. And, Jordan, this is obviously the last question. What What is your goals, I guess, this offseason? Are you looking to get faster, gain weight, maybe uh, – Maybe, maybe, mosh some balls into orbit
2: improvement. Uh, just kind of, I'm just really, really excited to kind of get with the like the hitting director. And because he called me earlier and like he's really excited to work with me, and I'm just really excited to get down there and start working. I don't really know what my goals are yet, but I, I mean, hitting balls in orbit's fun. Yeah.
0: Okay, and this, and honestly, I'm just gonna take that. That was the dumbest question ever asked on this podcast. Obviously, your goal is (laughs) to get bigger. I'm just a clown. This is this is a funnier question that we're gonna end the show off with. And this is for both of you. What 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 has your Instagram been like, Jordan, ever since you get drafted? Has that shit just been blowing up? You've been just getting followers everywhere.
2: Uh, kinda. Yeah, I guess for two days it was. Um, I got verified, which is sick.
0: Yeah, let's go. We love to see that. We love to see the verification.
2: That was exciting.
0: How do you find out? How do you find out you got verified, though? Uh, did you just refresh my, instant and you were verified?
2: Well, my advisors kind of did it, and they sent it to me.
0: Okay, that's cool. What about you, Drew? I mean, what what's some weird things you've been asked to be uh, asked to autograph or just anything like that in your DMs?
1: Uh, yeah, a lot of just, hey – He send, or can I send you a letter and you sign it kind of deal. And I, I'm, like I said, I kind of, I mean, I've been doing school, but I've also had a little bit of time. So I've been you know, willing to do that a little bit. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, not nothing too crazy though.
0: Okay. And yeah. And there you have it. I mean, this, this is the one request that I have here with Michigan baseball. Can you guys just acknowledge that this podcast exists? I mean, Minnesota Gophers retweeted me. They even wrote an article about the podcast. You have Maryland who just retweeted me, but it's all right though. I pushed those schools to the side. I stay loyal to the university of Michigan. I'm i I'm Michigan through and through. Sorry, Maryland. Sorry, Minnesota. This is my roots right here. I'm a Michigan man, even though I never went there, but there you have it folks, man. I mean, it was a pleasure to do this, man. I appreciate both of you guys taking time. It was Atlanta Braves prospect who launches baseballs into orbit. Absolutely a, a man missile off the field. It's the great looking guy, drew Lugbauer. And next we have, I mean, jordan wogu new chicago cubs prospect he's going to be launching balls over wrigley field into the street just like sammy sosa did in the documentary on sunday it was a pleasure to have both you guys on man and go blue thank you guys for coming yeah thanks man go blue thanks for having us go blue thank you for listening to officially unofficial make sure you guys subscribe and leave a review on itunes And follow us on Twitter at a fish on a fish pod and on Instagram at officially unofficial pod. Thank you.